Hi, it's Steve with Mouse Chat, and we're doing part two of Adventures by Disney, and we have our Adventures by Disney guide here, Mike, and Mike's going to take it away here in just a second. We're going to get into what is a good first Adventures by Disney to take if you haven't taken one yet, and then Mike has some great stories from all of his travels. So what's a good, if you were going to take a, your first ABD, but you really don't travel a lot, and you wanted to kind of get your feet wet, what would be a good first step to get into Adventures by Disney? A good first step to get in would be probably one of our weekend getaway tours or uh, one of the domestic tours. Um, a, it's close by. Uh, they might be a little bit shorter than some of our longer international tours. Uh, we have the tours in New York City uh, is an amazing one, and then the San Francisco Napa. I know... Uh, if anybody's a Star Wars fan, I mean, the, yes. that's a weekend getaway where they actually get to go into Lucas Studios. Ooh. And I don't know exactly what they do there. I haven't done that tour, but I'm, I'm guessing there's some uh, go. lightsabers and, you know, some, some props that are um, themed into that tour. And, of course, Napa, they're going to do some more. Um, and then we also, this is a really, really cool one, is the, uh, we've started doing this just a few years ago. It's called the, the um it's the Winter Wonderland up in uh, the Yellowstone, Wyoming. So we, oh. that's one of our staple tours. You know, we go to this in the summer months, and you go to the Brooks Lake Lodge, and you, you know, you take over the ranch, go to Yellowstone. But in the winter, they do a shorter version. Um, I think it, I want to say it's four or five days, and four, yeah, four nights, five days, and they go up in like this giant snowcat because you can't get into Yellowstone. It's completely closed, all the roads. So they go up, and we have a few nights where they stay at the. Uh, the Snow Lodge, uh, which is open up near in the Old Faithful area, and you get to see the geysers and the wildlife. And it's even if you've been to Yellowstone in the summer, I still want to go on this Winter Wonderland tour because uh, I guess it's a whole new perspective with the snow and the animals and and the geysers going off. It's different, so that's a neat one um, that you probably couldn't. It'd be hard to do on your own. Um, it'd be a good entry. It's short, but then any of the domestic tours, the Arizona, Utah, or the Wyoming, or the Montana trips. Yeah. Um, easier to fly to but they're amazing amazing tours as well because and they've been around for all right so you've you've done so many different adventures with so many different people what are some of the stories that stick out in your head as as just maybe emotional or glorious or just your fantastic stories that are really going to tug at us <laughs> yeah well, I, 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 we've talked. I have a lot of stories. Um, you do this long enough, I, I, you can, you're going to see a lot of stuff. Um, the penguins. Oh, yeah. Okay. Australia. So a few years ago, I had an opportunity to go to Australia. It's an amazing tour. And you go down to Tasmania. It, well, it, it, it's all connected to a 10-day trip. And um, we had gone to Tasmania and there's an area called Frisianet, it's kind of like a national park here, and uh, kayaking was gonna be on the agenda. And for some reason that that morning we got up, we talked to the rafting company, a lot of, you know, we were all pumped up to go rafting and the weather was just really, really bad, as it can get in Tasmania. I guess not a lot of people live there because of that. <laughs> and uh, it was windy, so they canceled the kayaking and, you know, we. We, we just never want to be like, ah, oh, you know what, go back to your hotel and sorry about that. Yeah, that wouldn't fly. <laughs> we're really, you know, and, and, you know, we want to make sure we want to do stuff too. So we, we ended up finding a, uh, my co-guide I was working with had heard about it. It was amazing. We found a place where the penguins come at night before it gets dark and they kind of nest up and they like real little blue penguins. <laughs> it was my first time going to see penguins, so I'm ready. 
and we got some hot chocolate. It was a cold evening. We took the guests that evening. We gave them kind of the day to do some of their own stuff, and we uh, we called it Plan B. And we went there, and that was that was a really amazing experience to be able to see penguins uh, live. It wasn't on the itinerary, and you know maybe it will someday. I don't know, but it was it was neat. Um, we I, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of folks push. So it could be a lot of stories do things they never thought they could do, right? Maybe it's because of age, maybe it's because of their physical ability, but I, it's amazing to see people just lose it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally just break out of their shell. And you know, somebody, I, I remember, I think we were zip lining and uh, this is a quiet, quiet individual. You know, we all have different personalities and didn't say much, man, she ended up doing that zip line. And I, we heard some screaming and yelling like, we had never heard, but in a good way. Like, I can't believe I did it. And we're all like, are you, wow. You know, so people get really energetic on these tours because they might be doing things that they never thought that they could do. And uh, we ended up having, after that moment, we ended up starting a thing where we'd have like a contest, like best Tarzan yell, female, male. <laughs> uh, we'd give out prizes because we were like, all right, let's take this to a whole new level as far as, uh, you know, having, having folks break out of their shell. Um, same with any of the more of the outdoor activities and it's rafting or hiking and they make it to somewhere and, and uh, it's kind of neat. Um, I'll keep thinking of some stories as we go. They're all popping up, but um, I, I know in Alaska, uh, one of the, uh, a really good story is that um, we always visit a, uh, one of the dog sledding kennels. And if anybody's been there, you, it's our land tour and you, you, there's the famous Iditarod in the Yukon Quest. You know those multi-day events where these sled dogs so when we go and we take the group and we get to go to the kennel and meet the uh the dogs and the mushers uh right now it's martin boozer he's like a three-time winner you know he's a local celebrity in alaska and he just comes out and hangs out with our groups and shows the dogs well they always have the the puppies oh. that are grooming for the next year like the little dogs because they have a lot of dogs there but the puppies is that's where all that's where we all just, you know, the guests we get off the coach and it's boom, right to the puppy cages. And, and I remember uh, we had some of the, the junior adventures and we're all kind of, they were out of the cage and we're playing with them and, and they got loose. <laughs> they started <laughs> running everywhere. And it was like 10 to 15 puppies just running around this giant kennel. And, uh, and some of the staff there, they were trying to catch them. It was pretty funny because these, you know, the puppies are fast. I ended up after that moment, I actually had one husky and I ended up getting a, a rescuing another husky because I fell in love with him. But I think a lot of guests uh, do that as well. So some of those experiences, I think not a funny story, but an amazing story was um, in Alaska, uh, Denali, which used to be, um, they recently changed the name of the mountain. You know, it's one of the highest peaks in North America. It's hard, it's rare that you ever get to see uh, Denali Mountain, right? Because it's uh, a lot of times there's cloud cover. They actually have a club there where you get a pin and if you see it, you're part of the it's whatever percentage club, I forget wow. the, the name. And we happened to, um, I'd done seven tours in one season, this was years ago, in, in Alaska, back to back to back to back to back. I got to see Denali twice out of all of those tours. Um, the actual beautiful view and the peak and the distance. and. And that was early in the in the in the summer. And then as I was leaving the last day before I went back home to, to leave Alaska after all those tours, um, it came out, Denali. The the morning I was going to catch my flight in Anchorage, it's over two hundred miles away, and there it was. And it was almost like it came out to say, 
hey, see you later. Oh, come back yeah. again. And sure enough, I got to come back about four years later and do one tour there. But um, that was kind of a neat story for me personally, but even our guests, when, whenever they get to see it, and we had that happen recently too. So, How much prep do you do when you start, like say for example, like we just, we, when we were breaking, we talked a little bit about Cambodia and Vietnam. If you were doing an entirely new trip that you've never gone on before, what kind of prep do you do to get ready? Uh, we do a lot of prep. Typically in, the, in those situations where it's an international tour, we're working with, partnering with one of the guys that is from that destination. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we become more of the logistics and we do a lot of research, a lot of homework. I personally, I love reading about books and geography, but a lot of those things in a ge- geography or uh, when you're talking about rocks and sediments or whatever, it kind of plays yeah. volcanoes. It it you can be used in any location. Well, I would think even the history it would help to history, kind of know so that when people are asking yeah. questions, you can kind of go, well, such and such this happened or whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I can give you an example, even some history that you can tie into different places. But you know, we constantly learn. I think from one another, but we constantly want to learn because that's what we enjoy. A lot of we're in this business because we love it. So. When I go somewhere, I'm also learning because I want to learn yeah. about it. But, you know, I when we do Arizona-Utah, we go through the Navajo Nation. And I've done Alaska, and I do Arizona-Utah, and I've done Peru. And over time, I started to come up with, we have little stories that we tell guests to make it entertaining and not just like lecturing. Right. And I used to tell the Navajo Nation story, and I talk about when I did Alaska, and I learned about the Athabascans, and I learned about Mongolia, and I learned about the old bridge that connected, and how originally the Athabascans came from Mongolia, right? I might be getting in depth here, but I'm like, wow, wait, they migrated, and the Navajo actually came from the Athabascans in Alaska. So, all right, maybe I can tie that story into how the Navajo Nation started here in the, in the United States, and then, Come to find out, I was working when I'm in Peru and I'm listening to some of my co-guys and we're talking about the Incan civilization and pre-Inca. It was it was the the same not Navajo name, but it was still it all went back to Mongolia, and you know there was time periods of different. Uh, uh, I'm getting really in depth. There was time periods of different um, where different civilizations would kind of die off, but it was all the way through North America and Central America and South America. And you could tie into different events that would happen geologically. And so without getting into too much detail, I think there's always, even though it's a first tour in a destination, we can still come up with a lot of neat things working with a co-guide to come up with entertaining stories. And obviously, the one I forgot to mention, the easiest, is we tie Disney. We love to tie Disney into our, our tours. And there's some great stories as far as things that we start researching of not just like Norway is an easy one because of Frozen, you know, we tie that in and we go to the state church and, and we play a documentary of how that movie was created and, 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 and so forth. But there's, there's things we'll learn as we go within each destination that somehow tie into Disney and somehow tie into Walt. I'll give you an example in Sedona, Arizona. Um, I hope I'm not boring you guys. I'll make, no, you're no, great. No, but in Sedona, Arizona, it, it was amazing. After so many times there, we were like, wow. How do we? You, you, we're starting to see this. It, the Thunder Mountain looks kind of like this uh, one giant. Uh, Have you heard about this? Yeah. No. And it's true. It looks like so it there's actually a street yeah. in Sedona, Arizona. It's called Walt Disney Lane. Uh, sure enough, Walt Disney himself used to travel to Sedona to kind of get away and come up with ideas. So he never officially had a house there, and we always hear stories because we got to research and. 
And uh, he used to go there and get ideas. Well, one of his inspirations, and somehow it must have passed through Imagineering and eventually developed, was Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain, the original, if you've ridden the attraction at one of the theme parks, looks exactly like the same as one of the mesas, the giant mesas in Sedona. And they actually call it Thunder Mountain there. And then we did some more research, and I said, gosh, the last time I was on that ride, Thunder Mountain, the roller coaster, have you ever noticed what's on the, the cars? The little cars oh, that you get in? Have you read those? No. Sedona Mining Company. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, you know, there like you there, all right, we just found a story, and we'll, when we're driving by, awesome. we'll tell our guests and tie in a little bit of Disney. So the next time that they go to Walt Disney World, they can say, hey, did you know? Oh, let me see that. Oh, yeah, it does say Sedona Mining Company. Pretty cool. Um, and even like in, in Scotland, you know, when I didn't get to, that's actually a place I'd really like to go. I didn't get to do the tour. I was there kind of for a, a shoot. Um, but, you know, tied in with Brave and we were at one of the castles and it looked like kind of the same castle where they might have had a scene and they were doing the archery. And then sure enough, now I think I'm pretty sure that our tour, like we do one of those, we do archery in that place. And um, there's a lot of the Disney influence and stories and things especially tied in with the movies emperor's new groove um this is the funny story i'm going to tell about a co-guide in costa rica he would kill me but we're like best friends and um <laughs> okay <laughs> go ahead we a great guy we were he's still guiding now and um we were playing the bug's life you've ever seen the bug's life and there's two oh, uh characters in there the two little bugs yeah. um the little the dung beetles up. yes yeah Tuck and roll. <laughs> Tuck and roll, right? So we're playing this movie at, one, at the Junior Adventure Dinner, and one of the kids goes, Ronald, you look like, oh, I just said his name. He said, you look like Tuck and roll, because he did kind of look like Tuck and roll, and they started calling, and he started laughing, and we're looking, and from that, like, from that, the rest of the few days, they call him, we call him Tuck and roll, and, and it was just, you know, those kind of, like, little funny moments within the movies, and then in South Africa, um, we actually were on a safari and the highlight of the tour was not, the guests started going crazy about an event that wasn't the lions, it wasn't the elephants, it was, I mean, we, we saw this, there was a dung beetle that had, had come out of his, uh, you know, the, the rhino dung and they roll it. And have you seen this? And yeah. I mean, we're taking videos and pictures, <laughs> and and we just stopped, and it's like really tiny out in the distance. And he gets up, and then he fall and roll back down the hill, and everyone started cheering, <laughs> you know. And the and we're in the the, the vehicles, safari vehicles, and and sure enough, and then we ended up, I think, because everyone was so excited about that, we ended up playing the Bugs Life. We always have an arsenal of movies that we can play, and depending. And we ended up playing that, and some of the kids on that got a real coot because that became like the theme was poo poo platter. Yeah, so I don't, maybe we should just play Bugs Life in like every tour. I don't know, but um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things like that. I think most of the guys will tell you that they um, a lot of like our backstage magic tour out in California. The guys that run that, I mean, they know it's, there's so much history, and you're doing Hollywood and backstage behind the scenes and. Uh, those are some pretty interesting uh, yeah. tours as well because you're really getting a history in depth of, of Disney and how it's you know kind of coming. Speaking of that, yeah. if you go to Disneyland, you can do a one day tour, right? As I, part of like an Adventures by Disney, can't you do that? I know that they had it. I would have to double check officially if it's it. still running, but they did have a one day tour where you could do a little bit of the. It was the backstage of the parks, and I think you could run off to Hollywood quick. Um, yeah. And do something there. So, but mm -hmm. I'll uh, I'll leave that for make to double check. 
We did, um, we were in Alani in October and one of the agents we were traveling with, she did like a one day, like Adventures by Disney. Just, they went out into the jungle, they looked at all kinds of stuff and. Um, oh, in, uh, in Hawaii? Yeah, and it was mm-hmm. very reasonable. Okay. It was like, I think a hundred dollars well, to do that. Do you know, interesting enough, we're part of Disney Vacation Club and now part of uh, Disney Cruise Line. So I was going to ask. The we're all kind of together now, and um, I think we're learning a lot from each other. But originally, when we tested Adventures by Disney, it started in Hawaii, before uh-huh. Alani was even there, in an area called Koalina. And um, I, you know, we, I think coming back and now Alani's there, there was definitely some opportunities to maybe see if we could merge in yeah. Adventures by Disney into those. So I think. To answer your question, there could I think there was a one-day tour even there right. that they do, but I don't know if they offer it. Because here's the thing. We are growing at such a rapid pace. I can't even personally oh, keep sure. up with what's... Sure. We're adding two or three new tours a year. Sometimes we're revising tours. They might come off for a little bit, like the, our D, our Philly and DC tour like came off. We tweaked it a little bit, changed it around. Now it's back, bigger and better than ever. you know. And so um, it's hard to keep up. We're up to like 39 itineraries now. And some destinations now have like two and three trips running. Sometimes they're back to back. Um, so I, I, I know we did it at one point. I just yeah. don't know. If it's the, I don't think that one's still going at Alani. So, okay, yeah. so you were talking about Alaska, and to piggyback on what you're saying, you can add, if, if they take a Disney cruise to Alaska, they mm-hmm. can add an ABD portion to that, can't they? Uh, I don't know if they're... They're doing. It depends on when the when the cruises are going. They did it one time. You could add it on because I had I had families that had done that, and then they would do the land tour. But um, you can't do it on the Alaska tour now. I don't believe, but you you did before. But the Mediterranean, um, those tours right now, we're doing a lot of Disney uh, Cruise Line Adventures by Disney add-ons. Um, that that's kind of the destination where they've started to focus that we'll call it another option with adventure travel aside from our new river cruising mm-hmm. um, and those add-ons are great I've, I've talked to some of the guides that run a lot of those i think it, dusty and james do a lot of them and and some I of their stories they'll tell you like you know to to put it into perspective if you're cruising it's one thing right you go to a port i've only really done the bahamas and things and sometimes you get off sometimes you don't you might get off and you get jump on some bus with you know thousands of other people and you might you don't know where your snorkel equipment, but that VIP comes into play. Yeah. And I guess they, they'll always tell stories of, you know, they'll be at a port and wherever they are. And uh, you get off and a lot of maybe guests are still on the, the Disney Cruise Line ship. And, and there goes the Adventures by Disney, you know, add-on group getting off the ship a little bit earlier. Private coach, they go off and do whatever they're going to do. And then they come back before the ship leaves. And they've got a private escort, dinner, lunch set up, whatever it is. And so... I think that VIP component for Disney Cruise Line add-on is what it's all about. And they'll do little things on the ship, too, On uh, I think on down days, uh, you know, private events and little activities yeah. for teens and kids. We we all went to Paris, not on an Adventures by Disney, to try to do it, <laughs> to try to do it on our own. And you realize how difficult it is with how many kids? Six, five, six kids? We had six kids with us. Six kids, so, four adults. The way we did it was we did a cruise to Norway. We took our families plus one of my son's friends. Yeah, we did the Disney cruise to Norway. We did DCL in Norway. That was fantastic, like the best vacation ever. And then we um, then we did um, Paris for a week. And 
it was kind of rough. The kids didn't want to eat anything. <laughs> and, you know, the, like the whole, like I had bought this book, and it was called, like, Eating Your Way Through Paris, because I'm, like, the foodie in the bunch. And um, <laughs> we didn't eat anything good. And then I came home, and that book was still on the nightstand, and I never don't recycle something or give it away. I put that in the trash. I was so mad. I was like, stop mocking me. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, it was hard with kids. I mean, at one point, one of the kids almost got hit by a car. Um yeah, but I, yeah. I made up for it because I went back, and that was awesome, and I went alone, so. Jeez. <laughs> that is tough. But, yeah, I can see how the Adventure by Disney piece makes it a little easier because you have the kids, you have you have meals, you know where you're going. Transportation. Just transportation was ridiculous with, yeah, with it was the group hard. on our own trying to get vans to move from We could have. There another. were easier was, ways to do it, I yeah. discovered later. But, you know, with kids, it's really, really hard just to get yeah. things going. And, it's, yeah, so <laughs> it's really difficult. Yeah, I, yeah. It would, it would have been a lot smoother had we been on an adventure by Disney. It, it would have been much yeah. more smoother. Oh, it would have been all planned. We had, and we did, we did tours, and then the tours would get canceled, and then yes. they would say they aren't canceled. And well, then and then they say, had us and not you were yeah. part of the party registered. So that's why and it's all nice. It was a, it in, was in a one, mess. In one package is where you don't have to do any of that would be That's fantastic. what we say. We say hassle-free. Right. I mean, yeah, we literally, from the moment that you oh, yeah. get off of the plane and at the airport, your luggage, you don't see your luggage, except for you just have to put it in and out of your room to go to the next spot. I mean, you were literally on vacation. All your gratuities, most of your gratuities are included. You don't have to, you know, you're doing a Jeep tour, whatever it is. Yeah. You just, you're on vacation officially and you can enjoy it and not have to go through that, yeah. which, it was a lot. you know, can have its pros and cons, I guess. You, you get to see different parts that you may not have known you were going to go oh, to. Oh, we saw lots of interesting parts <laughs> that we didn't think we would have seen. <laughs> Yes. We learned some good lessons from that trip. We did. We got pickpocketed. We learned how to yeah. how to get your stuff great. back from a pickpocket. See, and that's where your local adventures by yeah. Disney Guide would tell you the areas. Hey, you know, maybe yeah. you might she want to stay there. Right we there. were in a nice area. We were just on the metro, and this lady tried Oof. to take my wallet. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, she so did. She, she did. did take my wallet. Yes, bless her heart. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's not good. That's not good. Then that, then she was so pitiful. Then she yeah. almost gave her money after I got I know. the wallet I was like, back. Okay, so we got the wallet back. She had a big scar on her face. She was like, you could tell she'd had a rough life. I was like, why are you doing this? Oh, you did get it back. Huh? Yeah. It's she like, dropped everything once because she tried to get Steve, too. And same wallet. Oh, good job. Bright pink. Wow. I still have it. Can I touch it? <laughs> you can. It's magic. Is that a lucky wallet? It's Kate Spade. Yeah, no. So, yeah. It was good. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I think we would have had a better time. But, I mean, on the other hand... You know, like I said, we had some interesting experiences. So yes, we have stories to tell now. And I will yeah. never bring kids back to Paris. Although my kids are asking to go back, <laughs> can we go to Disneyland Paris? But see, that's the thing is, we just gave up and started going there. So <laughs> well, that's what it's all about. It's about stories. You know, yeah. any trip, you're gonna have tons of stories. And we actually, Adventures by Disney, we help share those stories because you get copies of the photos that we take oh, throughout nice. the trip, and you get all those for free. So you know, hopefully, you can have those stories. I, can I say one thing? Yes. Yeah. I just realized I realized where I want to go back to. Where? <laughs> I had done a few tours in Ecuador and Galapagos, and it came to me. I was going through my photos. Like, you know the iCloud that you're all right. in? Right. And thousands of photos. I own anything categorized, and now it's just oh, too late. So I gave up and just buy more gigabytes or right. keep enhancing it. And I or just delete more. the ones. Yeah. So I, I was going through, and I came across some of my pictures from that tour about four years ago in Ecuador and Galapagos Islands. And I had... 
you know, where you're next to the seals and they saw the blue-footed booby birds and you know, all this wildlife. And the seal shot I had, I just, I didn't, I didn't like my smile in it. It was like a selfie <laughs> with, a, with a seal. And I mean, really good selfie, like right there. And I remember, um, I really want to go back and get a better selfie. <laughs> That's the worst story I've seal. ever heard, ever. <laughs> no, yes. You, I, no. <laughs> Yeah, that never happens for no, you? No, I never take selfies because I always look selfies. like I have 15 chins and gigantic hair. But if you were next to a seal and he's he's inches from you, you would take a selfie. You would yeah, have to. Yeah, I would. And if it looked bad, I'd want to go back. So I get it. I get it. But I think it is a commentary on how society has evolved in the last, like, 10 years. You have to take it selfies. from above. That way right. it's more flattering. That's no, a, it's oh, not. that's a good idea. Different <laughs> angles. You know, with the selfie above. stick now, you, there, can't, you, could, you can't take them in the parks Not now. in the parks, you can take it Adventures, take it by, adventures Disney. by Disney. Okay. There you go. Selfie You'd be sticks. that guy. <laughs> no, when you're in the, with the Grand Canyon tour, there's so many selfie sticks out there. With the, and I'm all sure. happened within a year. And uh, it's it's pretty intense out there. I've seen selfie stick fights, out. not <laughs> wow. with our group, but within uh, at the canyon. All right, I want to ask you one totally because we are a Disney World podcast. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite ride at Walt Disney World? We should close the show with that. My favorite ride, now that I have my daughter or pre-daughter. <laughs> it's got you can only pick one. <laughs> you can only pick one. My favorite ride would have to be. It's not even a ride. Don't say Carousel of Progress because that is my favorite it's the ride. Tiki Birds. Okay, Tiki Birds. Oh. Tiki Birds marks you as a major Disney nerd, though. I'll, I'll take that. Okay. I'll take that as a compliment. All right. Now, does your daughter like that? Because you said yesterday she was four. Yeah. I don't know that a four-year-old is going to want to be in there with his insane little birds. No, with little... she wouldn't she go near the Tiki yeah, Birds. It's all about princesses, and uh, we don't make it out of Fantasyland. Okay. Um, or, you know, those. <laughs> we're doing that princess time. All right, good. But maybe when she's old enough, I'll get her to go to the Tiki's and I'll be yeah. happy. I think I got my younger ones in last year, but then they were like, wow, there's nothing in here to see. So. But wait, time out. What's your favorite ride? Uh, what do you like? I'm an, I, I have two, and, and because it's our show, I can have two. I like Carousel <laughs> of Progress. <laughs> I like Carousel of Progress because I just like to go in there. I mean, like I have like this long-standing joke that – um, they're my imaginary friends. And I like... Like Figment. Um, right, exactly. Only, you know. Uh, and I like to sit there and redesign the um, 90s room. You know what I'm talking about? It's pretty hideous. Um, I like Haunted Mansion because that's mandatory. And then, of course, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That's <laughs> she just three. named three. Mandatory. Yeah. What was the last one? Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Ah, nice. Yeah. That's it's good. Nice. Now are we restricted to the Magic Kingdom? Go ahead. Go. We might as well go with our top three now because now we're at three. Yeah. Uh, I... Really like Tower of Terror. Very oh, thrilling to me. Brooke likes it. Yes. Our youngest one. Yeah, I do like scary that. Scary hotel, scary hotel. I want to ride. <laughs> yeah, she loves it. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny because she saw um, the the Twilight. Oh, she, my my other daughter is reading Twilight, and she looks at me and she points to the cover of the book and she's like, "Look," I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Disney," and I'm like, "I'm not making the connection." She's like, "Twilight." Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, Scary Hotel, Awesome Ride. I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not make that jump. So, yeah, she absolutely loves that ride. So, Tower of Terror. I'm going to go with Space Mountain as well. I, I do like the fun, fast rides. Um, and a third one is hard. Unless I go 
out to Disneyland, I can change the rules and I'll go with Indiana Jones. Uh, we should let you have extras too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad now. No, I think Big Thunder. I like Big Thunder a lot, especially at night. You like that with Brooke? Yeah. Wee! She like, won't hold on. Yeah. And you're scared the whole time. You're like, and she was, don't touch me. No, I'm on my own. I'm not gonna fall out. I'm like, you're yeah, seven. Yeah, well, since we're in like the Magic Kingdom, can I ask you is favorite food, and have you ever had one of those giant? Oh, turkey, turkey legs. legs. Worked the turkey leg okay, cart. Get out of here. Just one day. Yeah, but it was still gooey. Yeah, nice. I had to work it one day. It was fun. I've had I one. I actually am the only person in, on our show who likes them because I feel like they're the perfect food because, you know, they're portable and they're high in protein, so they give you energy. Yeah, it's a staple. You have to. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't do it for me. And the citrus swirl's good. She won't eat anything. No. Citrus swirl's awesome. You want to wrap it up? Yes. All See right. See how we get off topic here. How about where do you guys all want to go on the, on the uh, adventures at Disney? Oh. Which, let me ask you that. Let's turn this around. Let's flip it. <laughs> <laughs> where do you want to go? 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 I want to do a brave one. I want to do... Um, Was that Scotland? Scotland. Um, or something in... Asia. I don't know which one though. That's yeah, kind no, of a, a yeah. vague answer, but yes, I'm gonna go to Asia, and I'm gonna go shoot bows and arrows. Nice. Well, I'm gonna show, shoot arrows from the bow, not shoot bows. <laughs> going wherever you're going. That's a good answer. No, good answer. Go? Good I've been to Australia. That was kind of on my list. But. Australia's fun. I've, I've done the little penguins. I did the little penguins on Phillips Island, um, which is where they have the little kangaroos, and they have a little penguin thing, too. He got to hold a koala bear. A koala. Oh. They don't say bear. They, they corrected me when I said that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Before we get... I just came up with... You, maybe you can use this for later. A really interesting, funny story that is way, way out there, but it just happened. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't so even excited. know how to begin with a story, but and but first you have to. Which where do you want to go before I start? Oh, because um, I could get way into the weeds. I I want to go to Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam. I I there's no way I would do it in Europe because I I know Europe pretty well and I'm like I want to experience it like even the bad stuff. But I'm a little bit of a chicken to go to Cambodia by myself. So. That would but be if, good. if you do it with adventures, you'll be fine. I would, yeah. You've got that no, trust I know that. Factor. Exactly, and the, the trust factor is the issue. What's okay. in Cambodia? Everything, all this amazing history, yeah. and yeah, go and find out. Is that where the monkeys are? I'm sure there are monkeys. I heard there. you even go in a rice field there, and you like kind of do your own rice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. You'll I'm get some waiters. Snakes, you know, no, no snakes. No. I want a snake free trip. That would be my main criteria. <laughs> We're at Disney. We're never going to put you in jeopardy. We're right, going to okay. make sure you have fun. Yeah, no, it would be amazing. And that's probably the only way you'd get me there because I'm a little nervous about, I don't know. I think that part of Asia is still a little like unexplored and I might be a little nervous. But go ahead and tell your story, because right. me being a chicken is not that entertaining. It's entertaining. I like. Um, so, it, this what happened recently was the first time I'd ever told a story about something, and it became the theme of a trip. Uh-huh. And it was something that was just a really odd thing. It, it happened in South Africa, and 
maybe because it's fresh I was just there and uh, we had a really really fun group as they usually are and, and at some point in the tour I had, we had talked about Disney's Animal Kingdom and when it opened and one of the famous Imagineers there because we remember I was telling you how we tie in Disney well obviously we're getting ready to go to the Capana or the game reserve there and we're just trying to mix it in and so I was talking about I had a chance to work when Animal Ki- Disney's Animal Kingdom opened. I think we even did a trivia, like, what was the date? Do you guys remember the date it opened? It was oh, Earth Day. Earth Day. Earth Day. Earth Day. I, I, I believe it was. I remember I had it written down. April 21st. I think it was. I think. It opened on Earth Day. Can we have a fact check over there? Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we did that, and then I got into, um, we had a huge press event at Disney, and I was working in, in a different part of the company at that time. And we all got pulled in to help with this giant press event, the national media press event. And we had all this media coming in. And I remember that I, myself and another uh, uh, cast member, we were assigned a huge, um, uh, a really, kind of like the Today Show, or the, remember the old, the Regis and Kathy, yep. like the, the funny show. And I think it, it was, I believe it was a, uh, in Japan, they would come a whole crew of them, and he was famous. He was like a celebrity. So we're going around, and we're taking them around for a few days. They're getting all their shots, and everyone's excited. We're on this uh, the animal safari, yeah. and uh, and they got it's just the crew. It's a big production, and and we're just sitting there watching, and and they're on there, and this famous host, he, they're just filming everything out of nowhere. I don't know why this caught me as funny. He this ostrich, you know, how the ostriches sometimes run around. And they come up and I they, they they get aggressive and they came right up by the by the vehicle and they're shooting huge cameras red lights all the producers and he jumps in front on the mic and he goes ostrich big eyebrow you know and and I'm like wow big eyebrow and everyone starts cracking up but he said it in 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 uh, Japanese so it was even funnier but then I asked what the translation was so I knew it was big eyebrow. And I'm cracking up. I'm like, that is hilarious, you know? And because they were having fun and, and the ostrich is there. And so I told that story on the last Disney tour. Wouldn't you know it, when we got to one of our safari, the many safaris that we do, you go out on a few days, an ostrich came by. And <laughs> all the, the different, we all started, the, the whole thing was, you know, the big eyebrow of the ostrich. And then the next few days, was everything was big eyebrow. So our guests are going around and they're running up to people, probably not even in our group at the hotel. Big eyebrow, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my goodness, what would I start? How, what, you know, this is all going to be in the feedback. This is great. They're <laughs> having a great time with it, though, but I don't know how this big eyebrow saying got into it. So anyway, I think he had to be there. It was much funnier, but um, that was kind of a interesting story. All right, so I will go ahead and grab the show. We are out of time. Wrap it up. Um, I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions for us, please write in to comments at mousechat.net. If you enjoy listening to our shows, you can catch more of them over at iTunes and also, again, at mousechat.net. Mike, thank you so much for coming and talking with us, sharing all your stories. It was wonderful. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. And we'll see you out there. I hope so. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on Mouse Chat.